Oh boy, I'm gonna yawn. Oh no. Excuse me. It's been like a couple weeks now since I played the game. Okay. So it's still pretty fresh. Yeah, yeah. Well it's a it's a long game, so Yeah. Well this is interesting. What's that? So I was we were talking before we started recording about the sales figures um, for Assassin's Creed as a franchise. So they've sold 140 million as a franchise. Just Dance, another Ubisoft title, has sold 70 million. But here's the kicker for this. I don't know how they determine this. Um, for Assassin's Creed, 95 million unique players. Just Dance, 120 million unique players. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that adds up though. How can you sell 70 million copies but have about 120 million players? Multiplayer? I guess so. I don't know how they would really Determine track them. that. Or maybe they're look or maybe it's a really um resold title. Hmm. Cuz they can't obviously track resale. Oh, yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah. Did you know that there's still Just Dance games being made for the Wii? I believe it. Yeah, Just Dance, I think just last year, Just Dance 19 or 20 came out. Yeah, I know, um, I know like for the PlayStation 2, that was happening a lot with like FIFA games. Yeah. Uh, because uh, the PS2 was very popular in like uh, Brazil. And mm. so they were, and that's where uh, and PS2 was popular there. And so they were releasing there too. I wonder what the last one was on the PS2. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago, like four or five years ago. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, I guess it's a it's a market. Like if it's a big enough market, they well exactly exactly. They could just go for it. FIFA fourteen was the last one. Fourteen, and when did the PS three come out? Uh, sorry, that's that's the PS two. PS three came out in two thousand six. Okay. And that was the year the PS4 came out. No, the year after the PS4 came out. Or no, how do they release? They release the year bef- the year of. So the year after uh, the PS4 came out, they were still putting out a game for... Uh, PS2. PS2. Wow. Yeah. So, and uh, they actually put out Madden 12 for the PS2. Imagine Madden that. 12. Hmm. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. You wouldn't You wouldn't think so, but... That's according to the EA website. Okay. But, uh... Yeah, no, it's, uh... It's an interesting... I know this is nowhere near what the video is The podcast episode is about, but, like, the idea of bringing... Keeping games modern and bringing games from the past or, like, reaching back into mm-hmm. the past. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... It's a very interesting field. Yeah, for sure. Well, Graham, I uh, I looked up a joke for okay, the okay, intro. we're bringing it back. Yeah, we're <laughs> it's New Year, same us. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, so I told my wife that her skin was really smooth, and asked her if she had made Assassin's Creed. Uh, she kind of she asked like, "Oh, no, why?" And I said, "Because you be soft." Did you make that up? No. Okay. <laughs> I found that online. I thought I was just looking for general assassins puns. So that, I mean, that's 
that's actually that's pretty it's good. Pretty good. It's pretty good. I, yeah, I like that. That's yeah. that's good. <laughs> uh, well, hello everyone, and welcome to the Velvet Room review. I am Matthew. And I'm Graham. And uh, this week we're going to be discussing um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, mm-hmm. uh, which released in 2018, um, and is the 11th major installment. Wow. 21st overall in the 20 or in the Assassin's Creed series. 20 Yeah, cuz there's uh there were like mobile there, games and there were like handheld these, games. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of um a lot of games. Yeah. So, um Yeah, so things I've never even heard of. But uh yeah, um so this was a game. Uh what did you think of it, Graham? Yeah, like um <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I actually I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. Um which going into it I was like, uh, you know, I'll, and I'll probably enjoy bits of it, but like it's an open world game and it's got lists of things to do and it's got generic quests. Like that's like my mindset kind of going in. Um but I was actually I really enjoyed it. Like um or and um like even just coming off the outer wilds mm. um it was i was like oh man like everything needs to be handcrafted and tight and orchestrated but having this kind of big expanse and just kind of running around in it was also a lot of fun mm-hmm. so it was kind of a neat uh counterpoint for me um and also having this be the first Assassin's Creed game that I've beaten. Um, not the first one I've, I've played, but the first one that I've played extensively. Right. I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, yeah, how did you find it? If um, This game's going to show up on my Velvety's this year. Okay. And uh, if we had recorded it last year, it would have been very high. Uh, my favorite games I played last year. Um uh-huh. I was like a really big Assassin's Creed fan, um, up to like Assassin's Creed Three, the uh, like the first, not even the first three games, but that that up until that game there was like that an overarching story with like Desmond Miles and stuff like that that I was yeah. very invested in, and then I played a little bit of Four and just kind of fell out of it um, for a while, and so um, I would say like after Four, um, the series had kind of like garnered a bit of a bad rep and uh then origins came out and that was pretty positive uh from what i recall and then this game came out and i didn't really know much about it um and i have to say it was a, a really good game um not without its issues but like probably um one of my favorite experiences ooh, dare i say on the ps4 like mm. up there um in regards to like uh it being it feeling like an adventure and i think it's a testament to a game that i can be 50 hours in and still be doing things uh still want to play the game and also interested in buying dlc to continue playing mm. um and uh i just think that that shows to me that they were able to do something with like the core game 
uh, mechanics, the loops uh, that you go through that to keep you engaged. Um, and I mean, there's so much to talk about in this game. This game is uh, is so vast. Um, I'm just gonna say right now, like if stop listening if you care about spoilers, just go play it. Um, this game frequently goes on sale for around thirty dollars, and I think it's well worth the eighty dollar price tag alone. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of story, like there, there very much is a story, and there's story beats and that. Um, but you can play. I mean, a lot of the game is spent outside of story missions. Very I'd true. say very true. So, um, like. And I'd say like some of my favorite parts of the game were found outside of the story missions. Interesting. Which, um, like I can like I've watched playthroughs of the first three Assassin's Creed, like uh, actually the first four. So like one, and then the the two trilogy. The Ezio. Um, yeah. Okay. Ezio trilogy. Yep. So I'm actually I'm actually decently familiar with the the series. Right. Up to that point. Um. Where was I going with this? But uh, it's. I remember in like scene two, there's usually kind of these like set piece moments. Um, I don't remember a lot of that from this game. Um, like if there were like, it feels like a lot of the story missions in that were very similar to the stuff that you were doing throughout the game. Um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But anyways, I see. I I, I just. I've been rambling. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the series has evolved so much. And um how do I put this? Um I again, I haven't played Origins. But no. you're not really assassins? Like <laughs> like the Assassin's Creed part is just there as a brand name essentially. Um but that's okay to me because they still find a, a way to bring in the um, the organizations or entities that you know and kind of rebrand them in a pre-assassins uh, setting. You're um, always kind of fighting against a shadowy organization. Right. And I think when I started to fall in love with the game is actually when they uh, introduced the Cult of Cosmos, which um, are basically the bad guys. And yeah. uh, um, like the bad guys in previous games are the Templars. Uh, and like the, the series, is just this internal struggle between the Assassins and the Templars fighting over this ancient uh, technology um, from uh, a, a civilization that came before humanity. And um, they make frequent references to the civilization and all these artifacts um, in uh, throughout the game, which I yeah. thought was pretty neat. Um, I would say where it really, and I, I think it has a pretty strong narrative. Um, I think the the story um, is a pretty good one, but. Um, mm -hmm. The main quest line, I'm doing air quotes here, the main quest line, uh, the way it ends, to me, was very poorly done. Um, because it, it's it's not really the end of the game, or really the end of the story. I'm not sure yet, because I, 
Like I still have a little bit to do. I have the I have like two more members of the cult to assassinate, and then I have um, Atlantis to. I have one more artifact oh, okay. for Atl- Atlantis, so I'm not sure if more plot will be given then. But like for me, okay, I I beat the nine chapters. Nothing uh, in the f- um, present is resolved. Um, with Layla or Leela and her crew. Uh, there's not no. even, like, there's no credits. Really? Yeah, like, the story, like, the, like uh, chapter 9 ends, no credits. Didn't cut the credits for me. Huh. Okay. Did yeah, like, I, I just, I basically beat chapter 9, and then I think I played for about an hour more in another session, and that's been about it for me. Um, okay. Yeah, no, um... Like, yeah, the story is, like, it's got some pretty decent characters, and you meet, you know, like, historical figures like Socrates and um, other people that... Hippocrates. Yeah, Hippocrates and other people that Greek nerds would probably be into. Um, But, uh, and that was really cool. Mm -hmm. But then then the story does, like, without getting into specifics, it just kind of ends... In a yes. really awkward way. Okay, that was really bad. Uh. <laughs> uh, should we get into it? I guess uh, we're we only thirteen minutes in. Let's. Uh, okay. Let's let's put it off for a little. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me before we get into that. Let me say this: um, the game presents you with um, elements of choice, kind of throughout the story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some more major than others. And early on, uh, like the second chapter, you are presented with the option to um, kill um, essentially what is your stepfather um, because he uh, he tried to kill you as a child. Um, I'm glossing over the details, but that's essentially the, the case. And um, I chose to spare him. Mm-hmm. And for most of the game, the game went on as though I had killed him. And I was a little bit miffed about that. I was like, because people um, like made reference to Nicolaus, that's the stepfather, as though he was dead. And uh, um, they kind of talked about him in the past tense. Um, <laughs> and then, lo and behold, like 30 hours later, he shows up again. And in uh, a pretty major way. Um, and I was blown away. I was like, wow. I really thought they had just like kind of dumped that uh, plot and we're just moving along, but no, they did indeed bring him back, um, which uh, he kills an enemy that you need to kill. So that was like one thing I didn't have to do. And then I believe I'm gonna guess take a guess here. He also intervenes in another conflict um, with another character that I think if I had killed the fa- the stepfather, I probably would have had to kill as well. So. Yeah. Um, and then he also appears at the end of the game and like the the wrap-up cutscene or whatever. And so I was like, wow. Uh, I was very impressed. Yeah. Um, it is interesting how like they they went for that a bit of a you can influence the story in little bits here and there. Um, I felt um, I, I had some personal grievances against the system. Okay. Um I felt it wasn't always clear what was important, what wasn't. Yep. Um, especially there were like 
two or three cases where I um, didn't do something or I didn't know that I was supposed to do something. And then the game uh, essentially made the choice for me. So mm-hmm. um, the the biggest thing I'd have to say was uh, uh, with Brasidas. Yep. Um, I don't know about you. So there's a there's a choice in chapter like five or something uh, where you can either do what he wants you to do or do what another person wants you to do. Yep. And I felt pressured, so I did what the other person wanted me to do. Yep. And then that meant that later down the road, I failed a major quest line um, because uh, because I couldn't produce a piece because a person wouldn't yep. trust me. And then I couldn't get a key piece of evidence. And then there was absolutely no way to recover my relationship with the guy, uh, which uh, I felt like a real, like I was bummed out about it. So, okay. I I think we're, th- I'm thinking of the quest you're thinking of, but it, are you saying that Brasidas got mad at you? Yeah. Okay. This is interesting. Okay. Because that choice comes up again later in a side quest that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with Brasidas. And I loved it. Wait, is it, which quest so there's uh i just put it the other night um it's a side quest yeah it's the one there's two brothers um and their father has died uh one uh brother is like has ptsd the other is like out for blood against his father Hmm. and um the reason the father got killed was because his business partner that the father was stealing from the business partner and gambling the money away and so he was going after the kids to get the money back and uh you could try and like talk him down and say, okay, can we find a more mutual arrangement? And he says, okay, I'll let the brothers live. If you go and humiliate my, my competitor and the competitor is the monger who is the character that you're talking about, where there's two options on how to handle him. Yeah. And much like you, I chose to handle him the quiet way. And so my character says that. And the guy goes, well, that's not what I want. I wanted to make a fool out of him. And then we fight. Because I had I had made that choice earlier, and I thought that was a really, <laughs> really odd um, choice to bring back. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It was like, wow, my previous choice ha- that seemingly had no relation to this side quest actually did connect. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds like though you got Brasidas mad at you. Well, yeah, like after. After you choose to kill the monger publicly, he he he's not su- super happy. Oh. And then, what? Okay, sorry. Right, right, right. I'm doing it the other way. I you killed did him the other quietly. Way. I killed him quietly, not publicly. Okay, so, so I killed I, him publicly. Yeah. Okay, okay. So you and sided then, with the girl, I sided with Brasidas. Right. Yeah, so when that happens, the the monger like, gets killed publicly Brasidas ain't happy. Um, and then later in the story, um, there's like Brasidas' friend who's the king with the grain. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. And you you can like talk him down or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you've killed the monger publicly, he won't let you. He's Brasidas? like, no, you, uh, no, the, the grain king. Oh. He's like, oh, like give you the mercy that you showed the monger or something like that. Okay. 
and then you have to kill him. Uh, did you save his family? Yeah. And he still made you kill him? Yeah. Interesting. And um, and then Brasidas ain't happy about that. And then you fail the like to accuse the right person. Really? Yeah. And then Brasidas isn't happy for, with you for the rest of the game. Wow. And I felt like, like I felt sick. Like I was like, this. There is no way for me to recover this situation. The game will not let me recover. I wonder if that's like one of those like, uh, um, like the um, Quarry and Geth scenarios where you have to do certain things in order to like clear that check. Um, because it, it that what you're describing seems very, um random like like that 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 choice would lead to such a cascading well that's yeah that's what it felt like although i think that was kind of might have been something that they were trying to do of the game hmm. because like from what i've heard online uh you know how there's the town on kefalonia that's um got the plague uh uh i remember phoebe telling me about that but i never went back to check it out okay well, there's um, there's basically a, there's a quest right at the beginning, where if there's like a family that the soldiers say that they have the plague and it's in that burned town area, right? Okay. And the the family wants you to let them go, and if you choose to kill the family, then the uh, the uh, the plague doesn't travel outside of Kefalonia. Okay. But if you let them go. Then the the plague like travels all across the Greek world. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's um, they're they're definitely kind of going with that butterfly effect. Um, huh. I just I guess I didn't agree with it this time, but um, yeah, let's... I want to. I'm gonna look into more more about that because again, it seems like such a um, random thing to lock you out of. Um, yeah you know three chapters later but um hmm okay interesting yeah. do i take a look a little bit about the gameplay uh sure yeah um yeah go for it yeah um so i guess the the gameplay is um you're it's a third person action game open world so you can run around and stab people and um, sail ships and climb on tall buildings and up cliffs and um, a lot of the game I found I was like there's you're either riding on your horse around the world or clearing out enemy encar- encampments mm-hmm. um, and one one thing that was cool about this game that you and I kind of did together um, was that you were streaming it yes um Matt has a Twitch channel. I was going um, to plug it later, but uh, twitch.tv slash thefurgonator88. Yeah. And um, I tuned in like a number of times to your broadcasts and got to kind of hang out and also see how you played the game. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because <laughs> um, we have uh, slight, like somewhat different uh, play styles. Yep. Um, there's... A couple skill trees. Um, there's the warrior, 
the hunter and the assassin. Mm-hmm. I put my points heavily into assassin and um, warrior. Um, and I think you put yours like pure warrior and also some hunter. Uh, yeah, I, I recently changed my skills up a bit, but primarily I went, uh, I probably did full hunter until I had maxed my abilities that I wanted. Okay. Um, and then I started investing in passive abilities in both the other uh, skill trees. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I now lean heavily like, okay, warrior is my main, and then uh, assassin would be like my secondary. Okay. Um, because I love that, uh, the critical assassinations. Oh, yeah. Gotta get mm-hmm. those. <laughs> yeah, getting the passive buffs was really, really made a difference. Even, um, mm-hmm. Later in the game, when I had skill points to spare, I started putting some of them into the hunter. Like, you do an extra ten percent damage with your like hunter damage. Yeah, yeah, and that it made it a lot more viable of an option. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, um, and I yeah I just I built warrior because that's primarily like how I thought the game was to be played it's interesting because like i had a, I had a friend of mine who um really enjoys the game and it was tuning in as well and uh i was like i ran into an enemy encampment and i was just like hacking and slashing and trying an attack and he's like dude you didn't even like scope the place out or like make a plan yeah. um and then i died and i'm like okay i'll i'll try it your way and then i used icarus and, and i snuck in and i kind of stealth killed and stuff um and so I, I appreciate that, like, it lends pretty well to both um, styles of play. Like, most encampments, if you're really, really careful about it, you can uh, you can do it completely stealth. Yeah. Um, I would say probably my one gripe is that, like, and it has to do more with the level leveling and scaling system, is that, like, you can't really assa- you can't assassinate everybody. And so, like... If you're not high enough level or you don't have enough damage output, um, you could try. You can't. You can't do it stealthy. You can't um, assassinate people in one hit, and that can lead to um, encounters uh, in, in open combat. Um, but again, that that kind of is a consequence of the the leveling and um, the difficulty scaling. So. Yeah, um, I did find like scoping mostly into assassin i was able to assassinate most people in one hit right Uh, but that's because i specialized in it right um it's definitely good for single target big damage um and like they're all all the passives of there's some great did you ever do the stealth passives Mm, yes okay yep because those those make it so that you can almost just run up to people and stab them <laughs> which combined it was it was the stealth abilities combined with the ones that make time slow down uh when you're spotted by an enemy yep so you can just like barrel through the camp stabbing people <laughs> um and it's uh yeah it's pretty great um i definitely found like i i thought that you struggled a bit more in terms of like the, the like the combat takes longer when you're in combat, right? If you get what I mean. Yep. Um, because enemies call in reinforcements and, um, 
also there's this bounty system where if you cause too much trouble they send bounty hunters after you so they get involved quite frequently in encounters um so yeah uh, yeah yeah um but uh on the other side if you're doing stealth there's generally a bit more waiting yeah um, yeah yeah so it's it kind of balances out um I did find that assassination, um, especially later in the game, was really good against um, mercenaries. Uh, which, like, the mercenary system is like the um, there's procedurally generated enemies that will come after you with the bounty system. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's I enjoyed it a lot. Some of my fondest memories of that game are from the bounties and from the mercenaries. I have mixed feelings on it. I, I constantly kept getting bombarded with like three bounty hunters when I'm just trying to do the simple little encounter. Um, so like, no, just go away. Mm. <laughs> um, but I, I liked climbing through the ranks and I mean, it, it kept things, I guess it kept me on my toes. Certainly. Um, Sometimes I would see that little bounty hunter symbol on my on my HUD and I'd be like, you know what, I'm gonna go the long way around. Hmm. Yeah. It's it was kind of weird I noticed, because how long did it take you about to beat the game? Um forty plus hours probably. Okay. I'm not sure if it counts pause menu time. I'm not um, sure either. Because if it does then uh less than that, because I paused quite frequently while I was, you know, being a parent but um yeah around 40 plus hours okay because i took i took about 60 hours whoa graham really i think it was that was what i told you last time wasn't it uh i, don't I think i was 57 being... and i was close to the end of the game i don't remember that i didn't do much other than what i needed to do um i'm just now kind of getting back into everything else so i tried to stick to the main story as much as possible yeah I I did the same except I also hunted a lot of um like if there if I was walk if I saw a fort I would typically do it. Gotcha. Or if I was ne- like only the big ticket items like forts. Um I didn't really do any side quests past like focus, I think. Um uh-huh. But I didn't really have, and I did a little, I killed a lot of cultists, mm-hmm. but I really didn't have too much of an issue with the leveling system. I found I was leveling at a really like comfortable, if almost fast pace. Um, and like toward the end, I had more skill points than I knew what to do with. Um, and I was able to take down enemies like 10 levels above me. What? Yeah. Assassin's broken. <laughs> um critical assassinate plus um like fully charged critical assassinate like so it does 300 percent damage plus um uh hero strike which does 100 percent assassin damage within combat um so that's 400 percent assassin damage plus an extra 30 60 percent from my pirate gear ended up being like like several hundred thousand damage within a few seconds huh. so um i was i think i told you like one of my so i was around level 40 42 
and I decided to take down the uh, the top ranked mercenary. Okay. Um, and or it was level forty nine mercenary, and I found a big field, <laughs> um, with, where where he was walking by, and I, you know, stab him really hard, and then hero strike, and I used the vanish ability like flashbang, uh, and dashed into the field, and he lost me, and then I did kind of the same thing again. And that was it. Wow. You know what I had to do to kill that guy? <laughs> Kick him off somewhere high? No, I was probably level 44, 45. Uh, but mm-hmm. I was I was killing cultists, so he was on my list. And, like, I fought him in the middle of a town uh, mm. with, like, three bounty hunters that kept kept coming after me, with the city guard coming after me with, like, random people. Just coming up and like swinging their sticks at me, and so I can't I would, believe like, people do that. I know. I so I would I would put on like the um, the Spartan mode or whatever it's called, um, yeah. and also my flaming sword, and I would I would try and kill the bear first. Got to get the bear, and then um, once my uh, invincibility period w- wore off, I would you know move back and and just shoot arrows. And every once in a while, I had to go run away and hide. Um, or kind of like skirt enemies. So it probably took me like four or five attempts mm. and like in like five minute little encounters to uh, finally get him. So Wow. Wow. Um, so how, how did you handle things like, uh, like did you do any of the, the mythical beasts? Yeah. Yeah, I did all those. You did Medusa too? Uh, no, I didn't do Medusa. That was okay. the one that I didn't. Okay. Um, just because... I kind of I got to the island and realized that I had to do a bunch of side oh, quests. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I was like, nah, nah, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. Um, but uh, no, I did the mythical beast, like being able to do all your assassin damage in a strike mm. is pretty useful. Right. Um, so you're able to kind of like assassinate several times in the match. But those were those were cool encounters. Um, even like the, the beasts, like I saw you, you killed the lion right. very easily, right? which was funny. Um, and, uh, but yeah, no, there's the mythical cause there's the Sphinx, there's the Minotaur, which was a fantastic quest line or a fantastic Island. Mm-hmm. Um, the Medusa and was there one other? Yeah. The Cyclops. Oh yeah. The Cyclops. Yeah. Okay. Um, what did I, What did you think? I. Okay. This is gonna sound really dumb. Okay? okay. Okay. So like, in 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 the world of Assassin's Creed, weird things happen because of these ancient artifacts. Okay. Yes. Like the apples of Eden. Like like they can mind control. They can like create like phantom copies of yourself. Different thing. Different uh, artifacts do different things. Um. But, and I'm not at the end of the quest line yet, so forgive my ignorance, but, like, they never, like, how, I was very confused, okay, why is the Sphinx here, why am I talking to it, why am I getting a piece of Eden from it, why is it, like, mad that I solved its riddles, and then, like, because to me, like, I'm very much like, okay, 
There's supernatural games, and then there's non-supernatural games. And I don't qu- quantify Assassin's Creed as like a supernatural type game. To me, it's mm-hmm. like it's um, science fiction, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. And so adding in like these um, mythological creatures was very odd to me, and um, especially, particularly uh, like the Minotaur and the um, Cyclops. Because they're just literally giant beasts that you happen to like just kill and pull pieces of Eden out of. And so, um, again, I'm not at the end of the quest line, but it's just like, I don't understand um, it why. Kind of looked... I don't understand why the first civilization would have done this. That's a good point. You know? Um, and... Uh... That's another thing. Like the first civilization in the in the original games is very much a um, surprise. Um, it's not, I would argue, probably not very well known to um, like the main characters or other people um, going on. But like in this game, the artifacts or or, or the remnant remnants of their society are literally everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, Horatatus knows all about them. Uh, he even calls them like the civilization that came before. Like he he tells you what they are. Um, like it's they're definitely vaults. more transparent. Yeah, which I guess makes sense because chronologically, you know, that's closer to the time yeah. frame. But um, I don't know. It it felt it didn't really seem settle well with me. I don't know. I had that kind of weird uh, nitpick about games. Like either you're supernatural, you know, weird stuff, or like you're set in like a potentially real world so um mm-hmm. yeah that uh aside from that like the fights are fun and stuff um and like uh the the quest lines to get there um aside from medusa i enjoyed um particularly the minotaur quest line it's like this question of um yeah they they, they give you good options to be like okay should i lie to this little boy Mm-hmm. Um, about his father, um, you know, should I, should I encourage this little boy that his father might still be alive, when we know that's probably not the case, and yeah. uh, little things like that, I, I do, um, I do kind of appreciate because it makes you internally reflect, right? Like, you know, what would you do in this scenario? Um, and it's, yeah, you know, in uh, in games, you often get the <laughs> the pleasure of pausing for a minute to think about your actions, but in real life. Um, you know, you make choices very rarely. Yeah, you make choices pretty quick, right? So, um, yeah, that's my gripe with them. But yeah, no, I guess that that kind of felt like something like Socrates, or I keep wanting to say Socrates, or oh, like, yeah, so good. Um, <laughs> asking questions to make you think. Oh, it, I I loved every interaction I had with um. You can call him whatever you want. <laughs> Socrates. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't roll my K's. Socrates yeah. or something like that. Socrates. Hippocrates. I can't. I can't do it very well. Um, but uh, I loved every interaction I had with him. It was. It it, it kind of shows. I mean, I'm not sure how accurate this really is, but it's like, it shows you like. Their method of debate in that society was literally just two guys talking to each other. Um, yeah. Right. And like, and, and Socrates using 
um, like logic and examples to emphasize his point, right? Um, there's this scene where you have the opportunity to kind of play a little bit of a role with Socrates on the stage um, about Cleon and kind of like, hey, Cleon's killing people and you're allowing him to do it, you know, and you're trying to convince the Athenian people that like, hey, that's on you. Um, yeah. And he kind of breaks it down into interesting ways. Um, and then there's times where he asks you things uh, like, you know, is it okay? Um, oh, what was the circumstance? You know, uh, oh, there's a circumstance where you're trying to win a slave's freedom. Um, but the slave master says, I'll let him go if you go kill this other person. Yeah. And so there's the question of, okay, is life equal? And, um, you know, is this li the life of this person equal to the life of the slave? Or what about if it's this person versus, like, the leader of Athens? Mm -hmm. and, and, like, those questions I, I really appreciated because, like, you could answer them. And he, can kinda, he basically always goes, oh, that's interesting. But what about this? And then he walks away. And the game doesn't, doesn't generally take a stance on what it's trying to say. Um, but they yeah. really good, like, little nuggets of food for thought yeah no there and he usually has a bit of a a humorous tinge on it too mm -hmm. like uh i think in that situation you you can basically be like well if lives are equal then we can just take the life of the slave master yeah 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 so it's yeah no it, that was a good part of the game i i quite i enjoyed um that was one part I was quite looking forward to, actually. So I was happy about that. Another thing I really appreciated is um, there's a, a kind of a quest line that revolves a little bit around um, uh, Hippocrates. And um, they kind of present Hippocrates as like this, this guy who understands that medicine is medicine. And it's got nothing to do with the gods, per se. And all the other people um, in his field, or like the oracles, or the the priests or whatever um you know are saying are, are kind of alluding to the fact that hey illness is a result of the gods being angry angry with you and it's interesting because like alexios can kind of take either side and and not only in this discussion about like what religion you know um can take take uh take into account for like he talks a lot about like um, you know, did the gods send me or am I am I here to save you just because I'm here, right? Um, yeah. Fate and, and things like that. And like those little religious um, questions that they, they kind of bring up throughout the, the game. I, I appreciated those as well because it was like, it was showing you like how, again, how accurate is this? How uh, people of the time thought and how they understood the concept of God or medicine or fate or things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's uh, one big kind of cool thing about the series as a whole is exploring that historical element to it. Mm-hmm. And I I love this game so much because, and I think you were there when I was streaming, and I was just walking through a city, and some guy was just playing a song. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to stop and listen to this song. Yeah. And it was just like, Video games can do what no other medium can, right? Where they can they can craft a world and put you in it, and you can just absorb it. 
and get a better understanding of, in this case, you know, um, uh, ancient Greece, right? If this was a film or if this was a book, right, you can't pause the screen and just look at the screen and, and kind of take it in in the same context of, like, I'm walking through Athens, um, I'm looking at, you know, um, this, this monument to the gods and, uh, it's all background stuff. It's all almost all back. Like it's all background, but they put so much detail into, you know, um, the, uh, the temples, the statues, um, the art on the buildings. Um, it's just a beautiful landscape to find yourself in and, um, it's just you are always looking at something that is just so wonderfully rec recreated. Um, it really shows to me like they 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 care about um, presenting the history, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it is. Um, it's really something else. Like to think about how much work they went into, like. Um, I know on the loading screens to talk about how they like filled it with color, like how the camp temples wouldn't have been uh, dry and colorless mm. when they were made. They were like, they were colorful and they had murals and all sorts of stuff on them. Mm -hmm. And like, there's like the pink flowers and um, the greens and the like wash, like the whites. Um, yeah. It's very, it was a very, like beautiful looking world. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And again, it's like you just you could just sit in it, and you could just you could spend like a half an hour just walking around a city, you know, yeah. no combat, you know, nothing other than nothing than just absorbing the the environment. And again, this game is massive. It is mind blowing to me, um, just how large the game is, and it feels. It feels um, very full. Um, so I think one could probably argue like there's too much to do in the game, but I love the fact that there's so much to do and I but I don't have to do it all. Like all the caves and all the encounters, um, all the forts. It's like unless you're there for a quest or you're there for a cultist, there's stuff, banded camps here, thing over there, um, that are in the game, but I don't need to do them. And yeah. You know, it's only there if I, if I'm walking down the road and I say, you know what, I'm gonna go clear out that bandit camp right now. And sometimes you do that, and sometimes you don't. So, I thought a lot about it being like popcorn. Um, mm. like you just kind of you can you can keep munching, um, <laughs> like you can keep munching away at it. Um, it all tastes pretty good. Um, but uh, it's not it's not something that. Uh, it's too hard to digest. <laughs> um, yeah, no, because it, it was like, okay, I'm going to, it's like a comfort food. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's how I generally approach it. It was like, you know, I'm going to, this is fun. I'm going to like, I would listen to a podcast or something while I'm playing yep. um, and just kind of, you know, just travel around and do some missions and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very easygoing game. I also um, greatly appreciate the follow road mechanic mm -hmm. in the game where you can jump on your horse, say follow the road, and he'll go to the 
map marker and you can just uh, walk around your house and like go to the bathroom or like make, make yourself some nachos um it was great um i wish they had it in the ships but they don't yeah because um, the ship portion is probably the the weakest part of the game in my opinion i'd agree uh, the novelty wears off pretty quick, and the distances are so far, it's, uh... The navelty. Grim. Grim. I had to. <laughs> I thought of it, and I was like, no, this is... Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. It, uh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. That's good. Oh. This, this game... Okay. There's something above the loading screen that I did not catch until... Yes. They... I, know, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I felt so ashamed that I didn't catch on earlier. So the loading screen, for those who don't know, it's just this little pillar with a pyramid on top that illuminates like this floor, um, these, this marble floor around it, and there's a little hint box in the corner. But in the game, there are these this cult of cosmos, which are like these 40 bad guys that are manipulating the world. As you kill the cult, their hearts show up in the loading screen on the floor of that marble uh, area. Their masks? I thought it was their hearts. I'm pretty sure it's their hearts. Okay. I could be. I mean, I hope I'm not wrong. Otherwise, I'm like hallucinating very terrible things. But <laughs> <laughs> it um, is pretty dark. And I'm like, in both sense of the words. Do you know when you realize? Like, did you? Do you remember when you realized it? Like how many cultists uh, you had killed? I realized, like, at first I saw there was, like, bumps on the ground. And I'm like, that's weird. I right. don't remember those being there. Right. And then more and more, and I'm like, oh, wait. And I'm pretty sure. And then I was like, oh, I made the connection. Right. I counted. I was like, oh, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what's going on here? I'm like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, okay, 15. Go to the cult menu, 15. I'm like, Wow. That's pretty cool. It's pretty pretty cool. Um, it's this little. Uh, it it really adds nothing to the game, right? Other than, um, just reminding you what you're doing, as you're yeah. loading up the game, right? Um, it's a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hearts on the floor. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, I I think the cult is probably one of my favorite aspects of the game. Um. And I, we're kind of getting, I think, near the end of the, the end game talk. Um, so I, I just want to tie in, I think, some some more of the issues that I had that result with the end game before okay. we talk about, I think, the main conflict of the game. Um, do you get you get? Okay, so you unlock the cult of Cosmos in like the third chapter, and uh, most of the cult though is like level forty plus. I think I would say over half is like way above the means to take it out which is fine you kind of over time you know discover who they are um unlock the clues and you can hunt them down uh kind of at your leisure um but like to me again i haven't completed it yet like to me ending the cult should have tied more into the resolution of the game yeah and the, the cult feels like where the story is going Right. This game doesn't have an antagonist. I, I'm going to put that out there. It it floats a few of them at you, but it never sticks with one. No. And I don't like that. <laughs> it doesn't have your... 
isn't it Borgia or something from the two yes. and Rodrigo uh, Borgia? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, uh, you could probably okay. The the closest thing you could say it would be Demos, um, but I uh, I don't agree with that. Um, it, it floats like Cleon at you. It 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 floats the Spartan King at you. The monger for the chapter, or whatever. It 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 doesn't ever like kind of nail down. That's the bad guy. Uh, the cult to me is the bad guy, right? Um, that the organization is. So yeah. Not having that resolved when you resolve the end chapter, again that 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 level of disconnect was hot kind of high for me there, right? And then to realize, okay, I've beaten the game now. I'm level forty three. I actually can't go kill all the cult until I level up six or seven times yet. That mm. was also frustrating. I feel like some of they probably shouldn't have maxed them out at fifty. I think they should have brought them down a little bit more. And and likewise, the quest line with you know the Sphinx, the Minotaur, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you unlock that quest at level thirty-five, thirty-six. And I think it's like chapter seven. Mm-hmm. And like they're all end game enemies. And yeah. it, it, it doesn't make sense to me that they would they would give me that quest so early and know that I can't complete it for so long. Like it, it really uh, made I, I I'm still scratching my head about it because um, it makes sense to me that, OK, I beat the game. Oh, now Marini's going to tell me about my father and I'm going to go and discover that quest line. And that's going to be my little post game. Right. Priming me for the DLC or whatnot. Yeah. But they just kind of toss it in there near the end of the second act and and you can't do anything with it yeah other than the sphinx i think is around your level but well there's no combat there well at least i didn't get in combat i'm not sure if you there's like a a single side quest that you have to do before right that's right that's right um but like medusa is level 50 so like i i tried fighting her level 45 did not go well um and so Mm. i still have to go back and do that and I'd probably uh, have to grind a little. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so to me, it just it seemed like they. I don't know why they gave me the quest that, at, at that point, and and there were other instances of like, okay, I just finished the this mission. Oh, now the next story mission is like four levels above me, and I can't do it until I grind out four levels, and that happened. I I would say like almost every other chapter, and it was really oh, frustrating. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I think I've much. I had a bit of a different experience. I was usually above level. What what um difficulty did you play on? Normal. Okay, I played on easy. I wonder if that had something to do with it. Do they give you less XP? That seems weird. I'd have to look into it, but I I, I don't think that that's weird. Do you think that's weird? I think I think most games give you more XP at a higher at the higher rate when you play at a higher level. Like I could see that in Diablo because that's that's what it does. Um, I don't th- I don't see that in Assassin's Creed. I mean, there's another option for scaling as well. You could you could tilt the sc- the way the game scales the levels. Oh uh, really? And I'm pretty sure I had it at the lowest level. So I don't hmm. know. It it just was kind of frustrating to me. Um, like I just again it's my it's my issue because Assassin's Creed present is not the same as assassin's creed past but like i've been i want to replay all the games so i replayed two in november and was like you just fire through those quests right 
but this yeah. you know they, they obviously have kind of the map mapped out or whatever but it it's felt, kind of a spiral yeah um it just kind of felt it felt frustrating like oh i'm almost done the game but i gotta go run around for two hours leveling up before i can complete it you know so um yeah no i agree yeah uh other than that um like again aside from like the story issue we're going to talk about and uh you know how that falls into place um like this is a i hate to give it a number but like it's a solid eight and a half out of ten um if i were working for ign i'd give it an eight and a half half out of ten (laughs) so um yeah uh did you have any other uh issues or complaints um that you found um i guess like one little nitpicky thing was that like you could never just go anywhere in a quest you always had to do something for someone before you could do the quest yep um like you can't just go to uh, <laughs> testicles <laughs> um you have to get him his oil first see i didn't um, i skipped that n- well you could get him his oil but you still had to go somewhere right to talk about getting oil right before you go talk to him it's true or um, even like, what's the the one the female that you can female person uh, the woman that you can um, Odessa, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 one of them that you can romance. It was it was like yeah we could romance, but first you have to get me like a loaf of bread from the from the grocery store. <laughs> It uh, it was it was just so incongruous. It, um, yeah. Uh, it and that it was it was honestly like, okay, yes, but first, can you get me some weeds? Yeah, or get me some plants. Uh, that 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 kind of that did that kind of deterred me from doing the Medusa quest. I'll be honest, because I knew that I wasn't just doing three quests. I was doing like nine. <laughs> It happens all the time, and, and to, like to your point, like almost like I don't want to put a figure out there because I don't have the stats to back it up. But like I would say three quarters, almost all the quests were like, okay, yeah, we're gonna do this, but before we do that, go do that. Um, and like it just kept cascading uh, near like the sec when you find your mom. <laughs> Um, it just, it kept going like, okay, we can't do this to do that. Go do this, go do that. You know, run over to this mount, this, this island, the other end of the map and get this item and come back to me. It was particularly bad in chapter seven. Yes. Where you are supposed to do three things. And then one of those things turns into three more things that each have their own little thing. Like, uh when you meet up with Stentor again and he's like, okay, now I need yep. you to go find these three guys. Yep. And Four. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it got, it got a little, um, almost nonsensical <laughs> at parts or like absurd. Yeah. Um, especially later in the game when I was like, okay, you know, like I'm, I'm starting to feel like this is getting ready to wrap up. Yep. And it's like, no, actually I need you to run 17 more errands. Okay. This, this, Okay, this is brought up actually. We're, we're, we're this is leading right into the final talk here, but there's a point in the game where Brasidas is like, "Yo, uh, the the cult's making a move. Demos is at this place. We gotta go fight her." 
and so you like travel across the world and you go fight her and uh it's a big battle everyone's fighting and then um this happened for me at least i'm not sure if this happened for you and then demos uh like wounds or kills Brasidas. It looks like she kills him, and then you fight. There's a little boss battle, and then a tree falls on her, and you're like, "I'm gonna kill you," or like, "I'm not gonna kill you." And then like, no matter what you do, a tree falls on you. And then there's like an hour or two of like things that happen, and then you go do the exact same thing again, where Brasidas shows up. And he's like, "Yo, we gotta go fight him." Demos is gonna be there, and then you fight, and you and then Demos shows up, and then she kills Brasidas for real this time, and then you fight her again, and it's like literally within like two hours the same sequence of events happens oh yeah i didn't even piece that together <laughs> right it, and and at first i was like I, it really upset me because I, I like Brasidas as a character so I'm like oh my goodness he just died demos just killed him and i was like i i, I was against saving her the whole game and uh i'm like Ugh. really yeah i didn't want to i didn't want, i felt i felt she was too far gone um uh, and so I'm like, oh man, she killed Brasidas, mm, but mom's going to be mad at me. And then, <laughs> and then Brasidas was alive. I'm like, yeah, Brasidas, you're alive. Woo. Oh, and then he, he was mega dead for me he, after the first encounter, after the second encounter, second encounter. Oh yeah. And the second encounter, he is, um, dead for real. He, he's dead for real. Uh, like it was brutal. And I was like. I uh yeah it was it was which like... is apparently actually a historical event really like uh he was killed on that battle wow in that way uh I don't know okay um and then like I don't even remember what happens with Demos in that battle do you fight her uh she gets well or he I played Cassandra oh um, you did oh yeah interesting um which she was great. Um, but I mean, she's no Demos. Uh, no, she's Cassandra. <laughs> um, uh, basically, gets shot in the back. Yes, by Cleon. By Cleon, which was very confusing. I don't know if he did that on purpose or by accident. I yeah. think I think on purpose. It's hard to say. I think like they, why? I think I think he was scared of Demos, and I think the cult said, "All right, take care of him slash her." Yeah, I think, or he was trying to get you, but he missed. Um, and then you go and and kill Cleon. Yeah. Um, who's a bad guy? Um, okay, okay. I think we need. To, I want to clear something up with you. Okay. I started playing this game in June of last year. I played like wow, okay, two hours, and that was it. I let I I bought I rented it from my local library, and okay. uh, I didn't pick it up again until December, I think. Okay. Alexios is the older sibling. Correct. Your main character is the older sibling. Okay, that's very weird. I'm pretty sure the main character is the older sibling. Okay. Okay. And 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 Demos is the younger one. Yes. Okay, that's so odd. Okay. Um why okay. is that? I just think like like to me it's again it's like it's a historical game or whatever. I thought I, I in my mind, okay, Alexius is the older one, Demos is the younger one, and that would stay no matter um which character I, I chose to play. And so okay. um I guess I had in my mind like I was trying to remember, okay, how old was Demos when the whole cliff thing happened? And uh was she a baby? Was she older than a baby? And 
I honestly don't remember much about what happened there. I think Alexios accidentally got Demos. He shoves he shoves a priest off the cliff. Right. Was the priest holding Demos or no. Cassandra? No. Okay, and then you get thrown off the cliff because your your daddy throws the baby off the cliff, and then you push the priest. Okay, so they. Okay, okay. This is where I got confused because I didn't remember that, and so I guess your mom then goes to get the baby. Yeah, your your dad throws you off the cliff. Yep. As well. Yep. And then your mom goes down and gets the baby. Right. Okay. And then she takes the baby, and the baby gets taken by the cult. Yeah. Okay. All right. That clears things up for me, I suppose. Um, okay. Issues I have is why... We like this game, by the way. We do. We do. But, um, again, I think narratively at the end, it really falls apart. Why? Yes. Why do I want to be Spartan again? Yeah. No. Like, you really don't get a choice, do you? You do not. It's like, we want to get our home back uh, for reasons. And, and like, you can kind of be a little iffy about it but it's mostly like oh my mom wants my house back so we're gonna go do that and like yeah your mom kind of dictates all your actions (laughs) mom i don't want to be spartan anymore (laughs) yeah you you like you grew up outside of home and then you're like okay well i guess i'm moving back in with my folks now (laughs) it it's so it's 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 something (laughs) um so like okay okay you get your house back you get your citizenship back and then um after demos gets gets shot in the back she kills brasidas she just shows up at the mountain uh, in sparta and like you happen to run into her there with your mom and then you talk and then you can either kill her or just say I don't want to kill you, and then she doesn't care. Or no, she doesn't. She she takes that and says I've been bad. And um, I don't understand how I convinced her. Okay. Does, does that make sense? Like it is kind of building up over the course of the game. See, my like, my Cassandra was so mad at me at that mount, mountaintop. Like, yeah. she was mad at me. She was yelling at me. She yelled at my mom. She's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And then I'm like, oh, mom, I don't think she's going to stop. And 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 when you get that final choice of, like, you're you're too far gone or you're not too far gone or whatever, she just, like, I selected, like, you're not too far gone. And I'm, I may be misremembering here, but I'm pretty sure she just breaks down and hugs you. Yeah, and 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 that and that choice for Demos to me did not correspond with what she was saying, um, and so I'm not sure again if this is like a, a scenario of like you have to make these choices here for this uh, thing to to work out, um, a la like Saren or the elusive man in Mass Effect where there's the sequence that you have to do, um, or it's just that choice is that choice. Um, and honestly, this is going to sound terrible. I do regret not killing her. Um, I do I do feel as though the game was telling me that, like, hey, she's too far gone. And it's the I've read some written, like, it's the Greek tragedy kind of. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I felt like in the context of my character, I, I 
I was meta gaming by saying like I'm, I'm I'll let her live or whatever. I, mm. I I think like if I was playing as Alexios or whatever, that that would be the the appropriate action. And so, and then there's this weird cutscene <laughs> um, afterwards where like you're all just having dinner together, like you, your mom, your sister, uh, or your brother in your case, uh, and then your stepfather and your stepbrother, and then. They're like <laughs> Stentor and and Demos are like let's wrestle wrestling, <laughs> and it's silent. And it's silent, and then the game just says chapter nine done, and there's no credits, there's no like uh, title, there's no like uh, emotional music. It's just like oh, you did it, good job. <laughs> um, and so Play it's more. Not, it, it sounds like we had the same experience. Am I correct? Yeah. I just don't get it. It it fell it fell apart so badly at the end. I I I feel. Yeah, I mean, I understand like it's the end of a sixty-hour game, but it still was like they can't like the so much of the game is this like odyssey of yep. um traveling across the Greek world, killing cultists. Um, trying to learn more about like your brother, um, seeing all these people, and then the end it doesn't really matter. Correct. Um, it like nothing that you do really meant anything. Like the war between Athens and Sparta is still going on. Yep. The um, the like your family's back together, but you know, like okay, <laughs> cool. like it's it doesn't. My Cassandra was very much like we need to kill the cult. Yep. And then we got to the end of the game. It's like, okay, I guess I'm living at home for the rest of my life now. Um, yeah. It It's a game about family, but doesn't give you a lot of reasons to care about your family. Other than the fact that they're your family. Hmm. Um, you know, like your mom's kind of violent. And, uh, like, and like your Okay, this is. Thank you for bringing up the mom again, by the way. Okay, why in the world would any Spartan say, "Hey, that's the grandson of Le- granddaughter of Leonidas. Let's throw him off a cliff." <laughs> like the most legendary king in all of Spartan history. Let's kill their ancestors. How did that happen? Yeah, what was the reason? Uh, it was a. I'm not was sure. Was it a sacrificial thing? I don't, I'm not sure if it was like the cult. It was a sacrificial thing. I'm not sure if it was like the cult pulling the strings and like, hey, we gotta kill these kids because they're like special or whatever. Um, but it was like a, hey, the gods say we need to sacrifice, and it's your obligation, Nicolaus, as a Spartan, to do the duty of the priests and the kings, and uh, so he does it. But like, it just doesn't make any sense to me that like, you're are you are a descendant, like a direct descendant of Leonidas. And they're just throwing you off a cliff. You know? Yeah. Throwing the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good Spartan pun, but nothing's coming to my brain. Uh, anyways, it's just like these little things. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And again, like, the, your mom is the only one that you have, like, a positive relationship with. Right? Because... Um, she kind of trains you as a warrior. She she weeps at your apparent death. 
you know, she was very clearly against what Nicolaus was doing. Um, Nicolaus, you have no love for, really, or you should not. And Demos, you have even less love for because it was a baby, and you have, like, no concept of what this, who this person is. And mm. so, like, at the end of the game, it's just like, oh, we're a family! It, it didn't it didn't ring true to the interactions that I have with all those characters in the game. Mm. You know? Um, yeah. So that's why it, it felt unsettled. Like it didn't, it didn't settle well with me um, that the Odyssey concluded with this um, dinner scene with people that do not know each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a kind of a weird place to end an Odyssey, mm-hmm. which I guess is where the other storylines come in. But I kind of expected the game to end there. And and I so. I did peruse the Wikipedia briefly before the episode, and I think you get more conclusion or more uh, like a an ending um, with the Atlantis stuff, because even no. the like the the present world stuff is kind of left at a hang uh, at the end of the game. You don't, they don't even, there's no mention by the characters in the real world about what's happening in the past um, at the conclusion of the nine chapters, which make up the main, the main quest line. So. um, I I was just thinking, um, this is the exact same issue that I had with Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Um, I've, I beat it uh-huh. like a while back, uh-huh. um, but because of the fact that they kind of split the story up over three parts mm-hmm. or like three timelines, yep. you never get, or at least for me playing Blue Lions, um, I didn't feel like I got a satisfying view of the world. Um, or I, and like the ending was decent, but. Um, like I felt like there was a there were chunks missing, um, because I didn't have because it wasn't a yeah. a singular experience, yep. um, and it's the same kind of feeling here with with this uh, this uh, like three part story of the 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 Atlantis the cult and the family. Yeah. Um, yeah, it 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 leaves you feeling a little hollow. I found because ah. I'm not about to like for this game. It's not so bad. I play another 10 hours. I probably got it. Um, but for Fire Emblem, that's another like 50 hours each line. Yeah. So a hundred hours. Yeah. Sorry, Graham, you said hollow and I've been playing through Dark Souls. And so now I'm like, oh, yeah. don't you dare go hollow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's um uh, for me my my one of my favorite aspects about the Assassin's Creed franchise has been the present world um storyline. Okay. Because I'm a big I'm a big science fiction nerd, so like you throw in any kind of weird science fiction, I'm like oh, that's awesome. And like to my understanding because I've been reading the Assassin's Creed Wikipedia, um pretty much the last like four games or so there's been very little uh, and the amount of like, oh, like present day stuff, and yeah. um, you know, in the fifty hours I played, thirty minutes of it was spent in the in the present, um, in, yeah. t- in two separate sections. So, um, I yeah, it 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 
there's that missing connection for me and um it's like um this is gonna sound dumb to me it's like trophies right it's this it's this overarching purpose behind the individual games Mm -hmm. right you know we're playing assassin's creed odyssey because in theory it's expanding on the world of assassin's creed but also it's it's expanding the the present day storyline yeah so it's like you expect a sequel to build on the foundation of the predecessor right and um where in, in this game it builds more um, mechanically and gameplay on the on the predecessor than it does on a certain subset of the narrative. Right. And I'm very excited to play Origins. Um, if if Origins is half the game, this game is. It's I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I I'm a I'm a big like narrative fan, and like the gameplay can be it's obviously fun and and. Um, I've, I've not yet gotten bored of it, um, right? I think that's a testament to, like, the pacing of the gameplay, the combat, the ex- exploration, um, the the thing, like, the mercenary hierarchy and the cult. All of it kind of works together to make this kind of seamless experience. But to me, it's like, if you don't have that that sense of, like, hey, I did something, Right? I stop mm-hmm. the cult when your game is supposed to be ending, um, right? Like, even if they had a scene of like, okay, your family's around the table and they're not having dinner, but they're talking about like, hey, you know, we're gonna get that cult and we're gonna make them pay because mm. we're a family, right? That's like, okay, you're you've now concluded the family narrative and it's building into stopping the cult. I actually really like that, right? It's and then it's like they play the they play the Assassin's Creed music. And uh, and they say like your Odyssey continues, and then boom, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and then the credits roll, and then after the credits, you're just on the ship with your family, and now they're all your lieutenants, and there's this little seamless little boom, 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 and you're off on the next adventure. But instead, it's like, <laughs> why would a 30 year old man wrestle another 30 year old man <laughs> at dinner <laughs> in a whole? <laughs> With people he doesn't know, like, and it's great because, like, you think that, in theory, like a week ago, they were fighting on the battlefield, yeah, yeah, like aiming to kill each other, yeah. And now they're like, well, I guess we can still wrestle. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Oh, sorry. This is gonna come out of left field. Okay. Do it. Um. There's a cultist in the game. I don't know. You probably you probably killed her. Where okay. So um, on the island. But sorry, that was vague. <laughs> There's um, many islands. You save her, and she's like, "Yo, my sister's in the temple, and yes. like she needs she needs help." And so like you help you help them out, and there's like, "Is there a traitor? Is there not a traitor within the little priestess clan?" And then like the the ladies are really flirty flirty with you. At least if you play as Alexios. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I kind of like, all right, whatever, sure. And um, uh, I thought, like, okay, so like, sh- sh- there's a moment where like, okay, we gotta go save your sister in the temple, and she's like, yeah, but can we just have some, you know, can we want uh, have some lunch beforehand? And you're like, <laughs> all right, I, I guess so. And then as I made that choice, I'm like, that's dumb. Like, I should probably be running over there. Uh, like, oh, this chick's bad. 
and then it turns out the chick you're helping is actually a cultist. Yeah. And then she sends guys to kill you instead of just killing you herself, which is odd. I don't know. Yeah, because you... that would have been like the prime time. Right. Did I mean? Did you go to lunch with this girl? Yeah. Okay, you went to lunch too. Perfect. Um, and so you fight the cultists or whatever, and then you show up and they're twins, and then it was this really cool little um moment of like I don't know either of these people well enough to know which one is which. Okay. And it's like all you have to go on is what they're saying in that moment, and hope you're making the right decision. Yeah. And did you? Yes. Okay. I think so. <laughs> no. You'll yeah. never know. Uh I oh. did make the right decision and I, and I felt like I had I had deduced it. Um there was a moment where you could say like, Hey, what did the notes say? And I couldn't remember what a specific note had said and if I had no, I remember what it said, but I couldn't remember if I had told the temple girl what it had said. But I knew mm. I had told the other one. I was like, Okay, that I think it was just pointless. And okay. I felt like the one on the right was being um, a bit more um, aggressive or forceful. Okay. And so I figured, well, I'll kill her. And then worst case scenario, if I got it wrong, I'll just kill the right one. So I didn't have yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that note thing. That's good. I just, uh, I figured that, <laughs> I figured that, if the game de- the game developers um if they wanted people to like if people are confused they're going to choose the first option <laughs> so i chose the first option and i was right <laughs> i kind of i kind of meta gamed that it was cuz i couldn't i couldn't tell who was speaking because of the camera cuts that's fair and it doesn't it doesn't yeah that's totally fair yeah i could see that for sure so I was like, you know what? They probably play tested this. People got frustrated by choosing the wrong one. I'm going to choose the first option because <laughs> it's the default. It was a great little moment. I really appreciated it. So It was good. It was a, it was a neat quest line. <laughs> oh, man, there's so many good. There's so many good little quest lines that uh, we can, um, we can talk about for another half hour. Just the, um, <laughs> any of them in, uh, uh, the Minotaur area. Oh, man. Okay, my I was talking to my friend who I uh who had played this game. Yeah. And and she sent me this like the ending cutscene to a quest I hadn't played. Okay. Um. <laughs> I don't know the full context. Essentially, there's this young man, and there are these, uh, there are his parents or who he thinks are his parents, and they send you out because there's conflict with this guy and this woman. And Alexios come back, comes back and says, hey, I, I killed the woman and I had lunch with um, the gentleman. And, yeah. and, then the, and then the parents go, oh, you what? And, um, and they're like, uh, son, you're, you're adopted. And, and, and Alexios is like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? And then the one guy in, in more colorful language says, you know, um, you killed his mother and you had lunch with this father oh my goodness <laughs> and it was like uh, i don't know yet it was it was it's, something it's else. like some kind of odiphius Od- Od- oedipus complex it, yeah except you're it's it's someone else's dad 
so that's weird yeah okay yeah uh anyways i think we should wrap it up on that um that's a good place to end yeah uh all right graham yeah uh so yeah so what would you rate this on our scale i feel like i'd give it a resay and i'm not entirely sure why um okay that's just kind of i don't know like it's hard to describe um i honestly feel like i can't remember the characters of persona for well enough to to accurately describe them anymore but um okay yeah no uh it's <laughs> it's very pretty and it's um, colorful colorful a little bit and, suggestive um, yeah um and uh yeah no it's uh good to spend time getting to know um yeah i'll go with that cool um i think i'm gonna give this one a yukiko oh wow yeah i i I really really enjoyed spending time with it um yeah i just think it's it's a great experience so again maybe it's because i played it over christmas and i'm like (laughs) yeah you did you spend christmas with it yeah pretty pretty much yeah (laughs) um so uh yeah, I spent many a days on my Christmas break uh, playing away. So, yeah, yeah. Um, again, can't recommend it I, uh, enough. I would say so. Um, yeah, go buy it. I mean, it's a Canadian developer too, so you can't go wrong there. Well, that's not well, true. you could go wrong. It's worldwide, it's true. But was it was there. it Ubisoft Montreal that uh, had they did that? I know they did the original ones. I think it's all Canada based. I could be wrong. Let me double check. I've got the Wikipedia page open. Ubisoft Quebec. Really? Okay. Yeah, interesting. I wonder have they done them all? Maybe, perhaps. No. They did Syndicate and Odyssey. Which uh and they did Brotherhood. Okay. Which would then indicate to me Yeah, so they rotate around which studios do which. Yes. Yeah. Um cool. Yeah, they're they're worldwide. I'm looking forward to um, the next one. Yeah. Whenever that is being released, which should be this year if they're doing. Um, Are they doing every two years? Yeah, they went for they stopped doing yearly back with Unity Syndicate, whatever one was later, and then they went to two year rotations: Origins, and then Odyssey. Yeah, which probably works. Honestly, like I feel like Odyssey's had a good amount of time to breathe. I, I still feel like it's going strong. Like on my uh, the trophy website that I use, it's constantly on the top games played uh, mm-hmm. um, for that week. Um, like right now, uh, it's up there right right along with like uh, oh weird games up there, but like Uncharted uh, Remastered, which was free. Goat Simulator is up there. The new Dragon Ball games up there, so it, it's still up there pretty well with. Uh, um, you know what people are, are playing at this time um mm-hmm. so yeah i uh i'm actually really excited it's really revitalized my interest in the assassin's creed franchise so um uh, that's good yeah once i platinum it and get all the trophies and the what's the word um the dlc then i'm probably going to swap back and go back to brotherhood um and just uh, continue along so cool yeah um sorry now i'm really interested in who de- who developed what but i don't think i'm gonna find that 
Yeah, maybe uh, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Um, yeah, because this episode is getting uh, a little bit past my bedtime, at an hour and a half. Wow. It's <laughs> this is rivaling Mass Effect. Yeah, it's getting there. I mean, it's no Mass Effect three, that's for sure. But uh, it beat yeah. Mass Effect two, which impressive, impressive. Yeah. So, do we have a rankings? Uh, I just go by time. I no, looking, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you like the show, please let us know. Um, before I get to that, I do want to give a quick shout-out to um, a friend of mine. Uh, his name's Caleb. Um, he tuned into the streams, but he's also um, recently launched uh, a video game review podcast um, as oh, well. Oh, good. Uh, called the Gowcast Game of the Week. Uh, but it's G-O-W-Cast. It's on Spotify. There are a few episodes in. Um uh, it's him and his brother. Uh, his brother's very handsome. So uh, uh, if you are looking for more podcasts to add to your repertoire, uh, I recommend them. Uh, and then, yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitch and help me get to affiliate, uh, it's twitch.tv slash theferganator88. And uh, I'll be streaming Assassin's Creed and probably Jedi Fallen Order, which I need to get around to beating. Beating? Beating sometime? Is that the proper term? Hmm. Get around to beating? Yeah, yeah, I think I, that's the right term. I guess so. So, yeah. Um, again, yeah, uh, please do keep in touch. We love game suggestions. And we'll be back in a few weeks with something we've new game. never done before. So, I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be an hour and a half podcast. Um, new. No. <laughs> uh, I probably should start playing it again. Um, but until then, thank you and good night. Good night.